0: All right, and we're talking off the air here. Tom Azaway and Clarence Black on the wrap on NRM Streamcast, just reminiscing about some Super Bowls back in the day. And we're here live at the Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. We're excited. We're going to have Isaiah Thomas coming up in a little bit with Terry Foster and Jimmy King. But we got his teammate coming up in just a couple of minutes, Buddha, James Buddha Edwards. But
1: that's why we were talking off the air, man, because I was saying it. You know, when you give us everything you got, we love you. We, we like do. James Edwards belongs to us. Yeah, like he belongs to us. He's been on you know a lot of teams,
0: but he belongs to us.
1: Yes, yeah, like it's like James Detroit hyphen Edwards <laughs> Buddha hyphen Detroit. Ed, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like we and what I was saying was this: like Spielman never won a, a Super Bowl. uh Her, You know, Herman right. Moore never won, but. But we loved them in a way, Barry. Like Barry. <laughs> because if you give us everything, like I was saying, man, we we here we hold you. Like we appreciate. We do. We appreciate it, and that's why it's just like '84 Tigers, man. Them guys, it's just it's just something about
0: it. My sister is uh, on the phone with me yesterday on Facetime, and she's just laughing, and she's like looking at all our tweets over the over the last week, over the last <laughs> few days about you know our Pistons against yeah. the Bulls, and she thinks that we're going overboard. No. She, she, and she thinks, she me know. personally, she thinks I'm like revisionist history. She's like, I don't think you thought that you know, back when you were watching it the first time. I'm yes, like, I yeah, I did. Yep. Even though I was in New Jersey, yeah. I was rooting for that Piston team, and I hated the Bulls. Yeah. She's like, how do you hate the Bulls? I'm like, I'm like I just did. Yeah, hated That's, the Bulls. And I didn't like them, and I don't appreciate And I'm like, and when Jordan puts this documentary out, he doesn't mention – the the whole spiel you know in between games three and four four, when he's sitting behind the bench but But remember what i told you
1: what pisses me off is nobody talks about like if you if you just look at the last dance you would think oh they lost to the pistons in 89 and 90 like no you didn't you lost in 88 89 bro you were three and oh we were owning you we were owning you
0: so we We weren't just beating you we were owning you we can't get over this can you you'll never get over this
1: you know what the Pistons' all-time record is against the Bulls in the playoffs? Four up, four down, two.
0: Okay.
1: Period. Period. All right. And, and Lamb said it best. Who is he? Like, I man, I, and I was not a Jordan hater, but I, I'm telling you, I'm, I became 12 years old. I I firmly admit I am a 12 year old with my bad boys jersey. Yep. Lamb and Lamb and Rick. I'm. I am. I literally have become a 12 year old. You have the I'm T-shirt. Right the Hell cartoon, yeah. the cartoon T-shirt. Which one? With the with the, the bad boys.
0: No 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 the bad boys the uh, caricatures No I want it though I got I bet I you I got to get it can you can get it I funny? bet your Buddha's you it got funny? one Man yes that's Buddha I'm I'm asking James Edwards on the phone with us here with Tom Azoy and Clarence Black What's up Buddha How you doing We're What's good going man on? Hey thanks for,
2: uh, thanks for thanks for
0: thanks for sticking out with us here What's over the, over the last few days we appreciate it man
2: Hey, no problem, no
0: problem at all. Hey, congratulations! Have you been, did you? I'll just ask you: Did you watch? Have you been watching the documentary with the with the Jordanaires? Yeah, you know
2: I watch it. Ain't nothing else to watch on TV. You got to watch
0: something. <laughs> so, what's your take on it on uh, last on last Sunday's uh, you know bulls bull crap? I'll call it. You know, with the Pistons, do you think do you think Jordan was telling the truth, or do you think he was kind of like telling telling it out of the side of his mouth?
2: Uh, you know, it seems to be like those guys are still mad thirty years later. <laughs> you got to get over it. In a, uh, one part of the time. I mean, this is crazy.
0: Hey, we got uh, we got your teammate Isaiah Thomas on later on today. His birthday, fifty nine years old today. And yeah, uh, happy
2: birthday Zeke! Isn't he that something? His birthday.
0: Yep we'll yeah. tell we'll tell him you said so. But at uh, all the yes, teams indeed. you played for, James, at all the teams you played for, you won two championships here in Detroit, and then you won one in your last year with those Bulls. <laughs> I mean, talk yeah, about yeah. talk about. He, yeah. I, I, it, it, uh, give me the give me the difference. Come on, I, man! I know you played more when you were playing with <laughs> us, and you weren't playing as much at the end. But well, give me no, no, give us a scoop.
2: They told they told me that before I even got up there that I wouldn't play too much, and I was fine with. That. That. and, uh, you know, I didn't know how it was going to be once I got there, but it was fine, I mean, Michael could have been an asshole to me, but he was cool, he was cool, and, uh, you know, we had a tremendous season that year, we had went 72-10, and, 10, and uh, it was just a great year, Dennis had a great year that year also, so did Scotty.
1: Buddha Edwards, Piston legend on with us. Hey, but listen, man, I can't be professional because I'm just a 12... I'm a 12-year-old fan right now, so I uh-huh. I, I got to ask you, when you came when you came here, how soon was it when you became a Piston? Did you realize that you had something special, and to this day, are you still amazed at, at your personal relationship with this fan base that, that loves you?
2: Well, I... I- I knew as soon as I was getting traded that year that I was, you know, going to a special team. You know, I knew a bunch of those guys already. Uh, I was in Phoenix at that time, and I was just happy to get out of that situation <laughs> and come to Detroit. And you know, unfortunately, we had a bad call in that series in '88, where we lost to the Lakers because Kareem, you know, Lambert got that phantom call. Yep. <laughs> if you look at the tape today, I don't see any contact on there. <laughs> No, we all know yeah. that. We all know that. <laughs> but it was fun. You know, we came back the following year and, you know, we took care of business. But uh, we could have won three in a row at that point.
0: And finally at the end, uh, let's face it, when the Bulls finally got, knocked you guys out, they were coming into their own. You guys were at the end of the rope. But, you know, you left it all out there on the court, let's face it. But on that last year and that game, between games three and four, do you remember Michael Jordan speaking ill about the
2: Pistons? They all were. I mean, they were they were disrespecting us. I mean, they're like I was like, man, is that how you treat the champions going out? You're just going to talk crap about them? You haven't even won yet. But you know, that was just them at that point.
0: James Edwards joins us here on the wrap. Tom asaway Clarence Black, NRM Streamcast.
2: Buddha, did
1: you so? the the video of the walkout is weird because it really you really only see Rodman Lambeer, and Isaiah and I I still have yet to see footage. I know Sally said that he didn't and he kind of stayed. So you personally cuz I I don't see you on the tape. Where where were you in the whole thing? Did you leave or how did how did that transpire for you that day?
2: I was uh I was walking behind those guys. So we uh, we all kind of left except the guys that were still on the floor. <laughs> uh you know, Isaiah and Lambir were ahead of me. I was behind them.
1: And but, did the Bulls ever? Did anybody ever ask you to apologize? Did that
2: ever? Did that ever occur? No, it didn't. No, it never occurred. When I got on the team, they never asked me to apologize or anything. <laughs> I mean, what is there to apologize about? That we didn't shake their hands?
0: Yeah, looking I mean, ba- the, <laughs> looking back now, yeah. how do you feel about that?
2: Uh I mean it, Honestly. The way they were talking about us, I wouldn't have shut their hands anyway. Thank the you. The way yeah. they were dogging us in the papers, why would why would you want to shake their hands?
1: And conversely in eighty eight, did you did you have any problem with Adrian being at the foul line and, and Larry Bird and those guys are taking off?
2: Oh no. See, nobody says nothing about that. And <laughs> we didn't even make a deal about that. Who I mean, you know, they got off the floor, so what?
0: They're saying they ran for their lives because it was at the Silverdome and they were nervous that the fans were going to come. That was their excuse.
2: If anybody's going to be nervous, they're going to be nervous in the Boston Garden with all them crazy fans. <laughs> <up there. laughs>
0: they were nuts, man. They stormed the courts many times out there. Oh, yeah.
1: I got to ask you, so obviously you're in Phoenix, and you know people might say, well, the weather was nice. I mean, because that's always this argument about – you know, the stereotype of, of Detroit, but when you came here, what about these Piston fans most most surprised you that you didn't know
2: from, from being in Phoenix, maybe? I mean, these fans are the best fans because they, you know, I mean, they were at every game. I mean, they were supporting us. That Silverdome game where we broke the record, I mean, they were way up in the – Third tier up there, they probably even <laughs> couldn't see us down on the floor. I mean, that was a great feeling that game when we beat Boston, and uh, then we opened up the palace the following year. But and then we had several sellouts in a row. I mean, the fans here are just some great fans. They support you. They're the working class fans here, and you know we worked as hard on the floor as they did in their lives, and that's what that's why they liked us so much, and that's why they still love us.
0: Hey, how do you feel about the palace being torn down? Have you have you seen the pictures?
2: Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, you know, Little Caesars is a great building, but you know, I'm, yeah, I, of course, I'm going to be partial to the palace sure. since we opened it up and we won championships there. We all are. The palace was a gr- The palace was a great building.
0: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. James Edwards joins us here on the rap. Tom Asway, Clarence Black.
2: Yeah,
1: man. So again, I and I apologize. I normally want to, want to be a professional broadcaster, but you know, I, I love my pistons and and these damn bulls didn't piss me off. But also, they were playing games, man. And I I I'll tell you something else. I forgot how much I couldn't stand fat ass Kevin Duckworth. Because I'm watching, I'm watching a replay of game one, and he gave you a straight shot to the side. And I'm like, like Buddha yeah. shooting the fadeaway, but he got shot. Like I'm like, that's a foul. I was. You'd have thought the game was live, man. It is. You'd have thought oh, it was Duck
2: live. Was, oh, Duck was a big boy, man. He, <laughs> he was a big boy. I swear he was. You and he did hit you out there. I mean. <laughs> so what? What don't? Uh, but,
1: what don't people get about? Uh, again, man, what just? What don't people get about these back-to-back Pistons that you wish that? that the NBA just figured out or NBA fans just figured out. It's, it just seems like nobody wants to just say. They make them a blip on the that, radar. Yeah. They
0: make, they make your two championships like a and blip on the radar. And we don't do that to the Rockets. Like, no.
1: Like the Pistons no. are somehow – the Pistons and Rockets are somehow afterthoughts in yeah. the Jordan. Like this wasn't a 10-year run from 88 to 98. Like the Pistons and Rockets existed.
2: So what don't people get, Buddha? You know what? Uh <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, they didn't. I don't think. You know, they didn't like our style of play. That's obvious. Everybody, everywhere we went, we got booed, which was fine with us. Um, you know, we did, we were just a very physical team. I mean, when I first got in the league as a rookie, we were playing the Washington Bullets. Wes Unsel and Elvin Hayes kept cracking me. I mean, they were <laughs> oh, cracking me.
0: I love those guys.
2: And then you know. Wes cracked me again, so I cracked him. I, I just kind of turned a little bit and looked, and he was just smiling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favorite all-time players, Wes Unsell. matter of fact, if I had a son, this is the truth, I was going to name him Wes. I mean, I, that's how much Man, I loved Wes Unsell. Unsel. shook
1: my hand when I was 11 years old. Oh, oh yeah. Your oh, yeah. He covered my hand like a
0: blanket. Oh, my God. How yeah. tough was that son of yeah. a gun? <laughs>
2: Oh, he was tough. He was very tough. I mean, he was strong. I mean, Artis Gilmore was probably one of the strongest guys that I ever played against, because you couldn't move Artis. Man. Then you had to play against Bob Lanier, and Kareem was in his prime. I mean, I had to go against all those big boys. <laughs> hey, James,
0: I want to play want to play a cut for you from ESPN's uh, first take. You know Stephen A. Smith, I take it. You've heard of him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Check this out. This is Stephen A. talking about Isaiah Thomas, and you know, the whole Bulls thing, the whole walk-off. And, and I just want you to hear what, what he had to say about your teammate, and then I want to ask you a question about it. This is, this is Stephen A. Smith, one of my faves.
3: Isaiah Thomas is going to turn 59 years old tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow is his birthday. He's going to Today. be 59 years old. You love him as a basketball player. I love him as a basketball player and a, and a person. Isaiah Thomas and I have been friends for decades. I love that man. All I'm saying is is that he's so feisty and he's always ready for a fight and he has this insatiable appetite to make sure you understand precisely and exactly where he's coming from. If there's one piece of advice that I could potentially give him, and I don't know if he'll listen to it to be quite honest with you, and that's (laughs) within his right because he's a champion and a hall of famer and one of the greatest players ever, okay? The reality is there's certain things you have to let go, because I can assure you of this. Jordan is not going to apologize for how he felt about the Pistons back then. He don't give a damn. I promise you that. His mentality is they're going to get over it. If Isaiah Thomas wants my advice, and I'm not sure he does, Im- mimic Bill Lambert. <laughs> Bill Lambert, I'm going to say this to America uh-huh. again. I love this. It is not an act. <laughs> he didn't give a damn what you thought about him then. He doesn't give a damn of what you think about him now. Bad boys all day, every day, he could care too. He could give two cents about what you nor anybody else thinks. He stands by who he was. He stands by who he is. He ain't explaining a damn thing. And that is that. And true guys and and superstars like Jordan and others actually respect that. Isaiah Thomas wants to convince you. And he's not wrong. All I'm saying is you can't legislate what's in other people's hearts and minds. They're going to feel the way they're going to feel. Let it go because it doesn't help him look any better. That's my advice.
0: Oh, man. $10 million a year that guy makes. I think he earns every penny of it. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Buddha, I heard you chuckling like us. But, yes, the Bill Lamb beer way. Yes, uh, I'm all for it, to tell you the truth.
2: Whatever it was, Isaiah wasn't even talking about none of this junk until that series came up. They started calling him, asking him questions about what's going on and what do you think about what Michael and them guys said about the bad boys. I mean, I'm sure Isaiah doesn't really care about this stuff. I mean, he doesn't need to be beat up or anything like that. He's going to defend himself, which anybody's going to do. Right. But I think I think he's kind of All like, this stuff got brought up because of the series. I, I mean, know. we weren't talking about this stuff.
0: No. We
1: but
2: it's, it's 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 no secret.
1: So when you found out, when you guys all found out he wasn't on on the the dream team, you all right away understood the why, right? I mean, it wasn't it was it a shock to you or did you guys go, "Yeah, I've nah, seen that coming." When you looked at who was on that team.
2: Well, I mean you can kind of see the writing on the wall i mean the, especially you know they didn't you know they didn't respect us they didn't like us and they probably you know i don't i don't foresee them they could have got all together and say we're you know we're not going to play if Isaiah's is on this squad I could see them doing that but then they took daddy rich they took your coach i know I know that is a crazy whammy yeah <laughs> and then he he couldn't really do anything about it
0: well, he should have said, take Isaiah and me, or you don't take me.
2: Right, well, yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. Yeah, but
1: you're asking Chuck to turn down
2: but a, a lightning But Isaiah opportunity, definitely, man. everybody in America knows Isaiah yeah. deserved to be
0: on that team. God, yeah. One of the 50 greatest players, you know, Hall of Famer. Exactly. Give, me, give me a break. Three time exactly. champion, including NCAA with Indiana. I mean, it,
2: exactly.
0: What do you think of today's game, uh, Buddha, compared to <laughs> back in the day? <laughs> give it to me.
2: <laughs> Who'd be out there shooting threes? Well I mean that's the reason why they changed the rules. You know, when we were playing, they don't want to see defensive battles anymore. They want to see high scoring, dunking and all that kind of stuff going on so they can have a lot of entertaining games. You know, our our games were very physical. Uh you know, not, not a lot of hard scoring going on, but you know, a lot of people don't like to see that kind of basketball. They want to, you know, they want to see guys running up and down the court, full speed, shooting threes, and uh, you know, that's what the game has turned into now.
0: How would you compare Michael Jordan and the players of today, the Le- LeBron James?
2: Well, <laughs> just put it this way: Michael would have probably been the lead scorer because nobody would have been able to hit him. I mean, he was getting hit every time he went to the lane back in the '80s and the '90s. And now you can't even touch a guy when you're going to the lane or you're out on the perimeter. I mean, he would—I think he would have a field day if he was playing to, in this era.
0: Man, well, we appreciate your time, James. Uh, it's great hearing from you. Stay healthy, stay well, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what, what the rest of this Bulls uh, Bulls uh, <laughs> yeah. documentary tells us.
2: Yeah, uh, well, they probably won't talk about us anymore, so They're, that's good. Yeah, that's good for them. But you know <laughs> what? Them, yeah, they yeah. should
0: watch. They should watch the Bad Boys special again. so they'll probably put that on at three in the morning.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on with us.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. You guys have a good one. Stay you safe too. out there. Stay safe, Stay Buddha. Buddha.
0: God bless, man. Okay. James James Buddha Edwards. Uh, you just like a little schoolgirl.
1: I am, man. Like I love them dudes. <laughs> like, but I'm like that though, man. I I just. I I love I love sports and I love our team. I'm and with I you, just, man. Man, I just love that that I have such a respect for them and those guys. Man, all those guys at the professional level, I just have such a respect to be good enough to get to that level and then also be good enough as a group to win a championship. Yeah, and and any anybody that does that deserves respect as as tough and as competitive as that league is, man. And we talked about it like you think of how many great players could not get over the hump and don't have rings. And it's just, man, it is it is an endeavor unlike any other, man. And that is that's but again, that's what we love about sports. Nothing on the planet do we give so much to something that has such very little impact on our lives.
0: Absolutely. I mean, people always say, "Hey, how about your real life? I'm like, no, I'd rather stick with this, to be honest with
1: you. <laughs> right. Him. I always It's say. just a game. No, it's not. <laughs> no. So, so now we can officially say, after, what, 30 years, that that series wasn't just a game. And nothing Jordan did subsequently. Think about all the success that man had after that. And yet there is still something in that period.
0: Yeah. In you see
1: 19- his face when he talks about that it? There is something. The Pistons put something in his soul that it's a, that's what i say the pistons will forever be the 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 red wine stain on his white persian rug it's never coming out homie
0: i think they made him to be honest with you
1: i think he would deny it but yeah the weights the 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 way that he went about his they drove his him. Men, yes well like he said he 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 did he had to change everything he had to he had to figure out how he could get the most out of Pippen he had to figure it out they forced him to excellent but that's what resistance does man it made him better same thing with the Pistons the Pistons without the Celtics without that target it's getting to that target what impresses me about the Bulls I have to admit is that after they got to the Pistons they didn't let anybody else get them yeah. And some of that has to do with I get it. Jordan left, but as long as he was around, he never let anybody else get him, and that that is special.
0: How about this? They win their championships yeah. with a bunch of pistons. Yeah, on the on yes. those teams, yep. Buda one of them. Buda one at the Sally, end, Sally, and of course Rodman. Rodman, 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 makes Rodman the was Bulls. the piece. Rodman makes Listen. the Bulls win those championships. He without him, I don't think they win all those championships. No.
1: Well, all you need to do is look at the year before. So, if if you go look at '95, he Jordan comes back. We're in '45. Who beats him? The Magic, yeah. young Shaquille. That was
0: his first time back. His first, his first time back, back mid He, he
1: came back mid season. Yeah. So, right after the so he had a good two and a half months. Right, right. because so, it was March, April, and then into the, into the right. Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah but he and he wasn't like he 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 was nowhere near 100% but no. even like 72% Michael was still yeah. I mean a dude scored 55 then the following year in the guard
0: taking off the sheet easy
1: but what happened the following year was Rodman the magic killed the Bulls yep. in 95 particularly Shaq and Horace Grant.
0: Horace Grant, that's another guy that jumped. Horace Grant. Yep. So
1: all of a sudden, extra possessions. Dennis Scott's hitting threes, Anthony Hardaway's hitting threes. The magic the magic got all of the hustle points. The magic, the magic had Horace Grant to do the stuff he used to do for the Bulls. They didn't have that. All of a sudden now you go get Rodman. What happens in ninety six? They don't just beat the magic. They sweep them. Yeah, they bury them. They bury them, and then what happens? Shaq. Shaq goes west. Yeah. So now your main rival is done. Out East, done. Done. But
0: the Knicks are tough. Tough, but an
1: aging Patrick. An aging. The Knicks yep. had their time. Yep. The Knicks sure had did. when Jordan left. The Knicks had ninety three to ninety six. They had. Yeah, they had their then they shot. were done. And then the Pacers. Yeah. The Pacers had ninety six to ninety eight. Yep. Game seven in Chicago. Wow. Couldn't close. Yeah. So there were all these. And again.
0: Good memory on that Pacers. I forgot about that.
1: But what people have to understand, and and Jalen Rose made this point on first take, and this is why the Pistons, Bulls, this is why Lakers, Celtics, this is why it all matters. Because we don't have rivalries anymore. So the NBA not only got rid of the physical play, but think about what else happened. The thing that screwed Pippen was that long-ass deal, 17, yeah. 18 million, seven years. Right. You would never do that deal today. Right. So now... Your agent should never have allowed that. LeBron day. lives in a day and age where he won't have a rival because he, you won't stay any place long enough. And they think of how many teams teams stayed together. The Bulls didn't have rivals because nobody stayed together. Right. And your rival has to do something that you got to live with. Your rival, to be a rival... That means i got to beat you eventually so that there is this anticipation of we don't know what's going to happen until you get – the Bulls didn't start the rivalry until 91. It ended in 91. It wasn't a rivalry until they, they had to win in 91 to make it a rivalry.
0: Right. And the Knicks had their shot, like we said. And I keep going back to that Knicks team with Pat
1: Riley and –
0: I can't get over 93. it. 93. I think about it. 93. Charles
1: yeah. uh, Charles Smith can't make a layup. Yeah.
0: And uh, John Starks can't, implodes in game six. Can't make a layup. In
1: game seven. In, uh, yeah, in 94 in yep. Houston. In Houston. The, what, three for something, 20-something yeah, or whatever. Was,
0: he fell out of bed. And I, and I kept saying, keep shooting. I was with Riley. Yeah. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. It's got to drop. Yeah. But it never 94. did.
1: But 93 was the one where, and, and again, at home, closeout game, you can't make a layup Charles Smith. Well, and Pippin and who was making a play? Pippin blocked Jordan block. Yep, there you go.
0: And Pip had a shot to win it that year on his own without Jordan. People 94. forget that in '94. Yeah. Yep, game seven to the Knicks, and the Knicks, of course, with Houston. Then, of course, the O.J. Simpson Bronco. <laughs>
1: yes, in the finals, man. In The finals, good memory, man. Buda Edwards, man. Buddha Ebrode, that's good stuff, man. Oh man,
0: thanks to David and Angel in the back, Stevie Mack at home. Thanks to everyone here at the NRM Streamcast. Clarence and I are coming back. We've got college football and basketball to talk about. Guess who's starting to get paid? Yes, NCAA athletes getting paid. Keep it here on the wrap. NRM Streamcast, it's Maz and Black.